Religiosanity episode 78. Back with Pastor Andrew. And we promise that we'll talk uh, more about uh, Ugaritic uh, literature. We're, we have, you're saying we haven't exhausted the supply of stories from the... From, no, from no. The so the, the, there are there are more, and last time we were talking about uh, eposes. Yes. Now we are venturing into an area which is uh, more difficult to describe what it actually oh. is in respect of genre. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I I I thought that we can look at uh, a text which is preserved just on one tablet this time. Uh, it is not that commonly published uh, mm. or discussed uh, because it's somehow enigmatic. It's difficult to read it. It's also badly damaged. So uh, there are substantial parts of the text preserved, but the entire context uh, or sequence is, is not that clear. The text is called Nikal and Ib, which is uh, one of those uh, divine names, which are like composite names made of mm. two names, which are kept together with that copula and. Uh, we saw it with Shahar and Hasis, for instance, those divine craftsmen. Mm-hmm. So here is uh, Nikal and Ip. And that whole uh, tablet, which is known under the critical edition number uh, KTU-124, uh, is about the wedding of uh, this uh, goddess Nikal and Ib with moon god Yarich or Yarichu. And uh, at the beginning of the tablet, which is relatively preserved, uh, there is a description how he got inflamed with love, seeing uh, Nikal and Ib mm. when he rose, of course, as a uh, moon. Then there is a description of negotiation about a wedding with the parents of Nikal. And then there is a description of her giving birth on the flip side, on the reverse of the I tablet. See. I see. And that's about so we're it. Missing, we're missing we are, some we, stuff. we are missing <laughs> some stuff. Uh, it's still very, very interesting because there are a number of interesting assonances, uh, like references. Uh, to say, um, to uh, Song of Songs, not not substantial, but that way that you can recognize that it is uh, using the similar, uh, similar poetry, Uh you know, like using those uh, uh, references to 
groves and gardens, for instance, which you have appearing in uh, Song of Songs, for instance, mm. uh, and so on. So that, that is one, one interesting uh, aspect of that, that uh, here we have uh, uh, this uh, ancient uh, pointer towards the l love poetry. Yeah. And, and using these, uh, uh, these, uh, these images. Uh, next interesting thing is that I, I said that there is that negotiation between the father and the whole family of a bride and the groom. Here got Yarich. <laughs> and, and 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 that that is very very interesting uh, the, the, this, uh, this, uh, this this form of negotiation even though it is poetical prose or even poetry uh, we can get an interesting insight how these uh, transactions were being performed mm -hmm. and um, so there, there are certain rituals. Uh, first part of that negotiation, like we saw even with, um, with King Carrot, for instance, uh, is offering an alternative. Uh, so here is Yarich uh, or Yarichu coming to the father of Nikal asking for to wed her and uh, in in response uh, Harhab king that's the father uh, of Nikal is uh, offering uh, oh most gracious of the gods become son-in-law to Baal mm. That Pidrai, his daughter, I shall introduce you to her father Baal. Ashtar will intercede. So we, we saw something similar mm -hmm. uh, in, in King Keret epos uh, that, uh, uh, you know, there is this approach re with request to which something else is offered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Probably assuming that it is more valuable or something like that, just uh, like attesting whether that commitment is there, right? You know, which which is a very interesting uh, uh, psychological uh, feature of yeah. of these things, uh, and then <clears throat> then they proceed then with uh, here. To the as an answer, uh, actually, uh, Yarich uh, offered uh, that he will pay both prices mm. because there was a transaction clearly. Uh, the, the, so there was a bright price, and the, there was a dowry, mm. and so he said, "I'll pay both." Wow! So I thought there, I thought there was, I thought a dowry is a bride price. So I, I maybe we don't have vocabulary for that. Right. But or there maybe was, it, ev uh, it evolved into just being a dowry later. Uh, the, no the, there price. is a bright price uh, which a groom is paying to father-in-law, 
but then there is an, uh, a dowry which <laughs> which the bride is taking with her right. to the marriage. Right, right, right. You know, I, I might get it wrong because English no, is not right. my first language. That's the other problem, you know, yeah, here yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah. But simply there was this transaction that they were bring. Uh, so groom is paying for the bride, but the father-in-law or the father of uh, of bride is giving her uh, possession or money or resources to bring with her to the to the marriage, which generally would stay with her, mm-hmm. would be her own uh, prerogative. Oh. And in the case of widowhood or any divorce or anything of that kind, that will still be hers mm. and allow her to survive. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, that, that those are, are at least our attempts to understand what is going on. But uh, so he is offering to pay both. Mm-hmm. Yarek, so, so much he is in love. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there is this description of something like a ritual transaction or ritualized transaction. Her father set the beams of the scales, her mother the trays of the scales, her brothers arranged the ingots, her sisters the stones of the scales. Uh, I that 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 is uh, translation from from my teacher in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Well, when I translated it, uh, and that was uh, Czech translation, so I cannot read it directly. But so I have that uh, the the father prepared that crossbeam upon which you, you know you need to imagine uh, the scales which are like hanging scales mm-hmm. like the the goddess justice yeah. would have yeah uh, so uh, he prepared that crossbeam upon which they would put uh, the weights mother prepared the trays brothers prepared the cords Upon which they they were hanging those uh, those trays, uh, and uh, her uh, her sisters prepared the uh, weights to weigh whatever is being given. the The entire family is uh, involved in 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 giving out uh, their daughter, mm-hmm. you know, or sister. Uh, in in that case, so that's uh, that's just an interesting perspective. Yeah. Now uh, it is interesting also because we have again something like assonances of that present in in the Hebrew Bible. One thing is uh, that negotiation uh, when Dina and Shechem are being that. You know, that's uh, so-called famous or infamous story of uh, Dina's rape by Shechem and then Mm -hmm. Shechem trying to. And here the text is so broken that we don't know. Maybe there was something before that this kind. And and that's also the reason why uh, there is this uh, paying of both prices 
on the Yarrick side, but the text is not simply there or it's broken. Uh, so that is also a possibility. So Dina and Shechem might be an equivalent myth to what we are talking here uh, from Ugarit. Uh, so that is that negotiation where they are also requesting uh, that circumcision to be a sign that Shechem and the whole uh, town is prepared to take it seriously. And uh, there are some signs that circumcision here is uh, a part of, of that uh, ritual or of this myth as well. It's not dominant here, but it is another pointer which I am bringing during the Bible classes and so on, that originally circumcision was not a ritual purely religious, but it was originally a ritual, religious ritual associated with wedding. Mm. And only later, as a covenant of wedding projected back into the covenant between God and and God's people. But originally it was a covenant, life covenant between uh, husband and wife or sign oh. of that. And uh, there are number of indications that that is how it came into existence. Uh, and uh, that, uh, that uh, magical thinking idea is that it draws blood on both sides. Hmm. Okay, so like the blood of defloration, so there yeah. is that blood of circumcision. Wow. And um, so um, that that is uh, like a deep background of, of these texts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so returning back, that is one of the uh, one of the backgrounds uh, of that negotiation between Jacob and uh, uh, Shechemites. You know, Shechem is the uh, Shechem yeah. is uh, the groom there uh, in Genesis, but uh, it's clearly like a negotiation mm. between uh, between him and Jacob about you know wedding Dina. Uh, so that is one example. Uh, another example uh, with that, uh, and it is more distant example, but can be hearkening to, to the similar milieu, to similar underlying currents here, is this what I said, uh, that offer of something else. And if you remember, that is exactly what happened to Jacob in the story. That mm-hmm. he, is, he is going there, he wants to marry Rachel, and he's given Leah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, and, and it is kind of like uh, deeply hidden, not really present in that text uh, in the Hebrew Bible. But to people who knew how these negotiations happened, uh, that definitely was that not only that he was tricked, but even, you know, how that trickery could happen, you know, or uh, where it is coming from. 
So that that's one uh, one thing which is uh, which is present all around this kind of wedding. And then, as that wedding is taking place and is consummated, unfortunately, that is the part where the text is most broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There are some uh, some assonances uh, and and euphemisms you can call it, uh, even though it is difficult to say. Uh, you, you know, like uh, talking about Yarik's uh, hand, uh, yad, and we know from other texts and from other Semitic contexts that yad, which is a word for hand was also uh, used uh, for membrum virile, uh, for penis. Mm. And lips, mm. of course, were used mm -hmm. uh, for female genital mm -hmm. uh, anatomy. Mm -hmm. and, and that is being mentioned here also. Uh, mm. But uh, it is uh, used, difficult to say, you know, how they <laughs> perceived that, whether it was uh, viewed as uh, as as explicit right. or uh, more like euphemisms. Right, right, right. Uh, th there are other examples of that in the Hebrew Bible. So, you know, your, your hand is lifted, for instance, uh -huh, or yeah. is erect or something yeah. like that. That definitely might not only mean that y you are very strong, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you, you are potent. Right. You know, and, and so on. And interestingly, right. that is used uh, occasionally even about God. Mm -hmm. So, you, you, you know, the, the, those are uh, like, uh, those are like expressions which are hearkening really to a very deep uh, layers right. of right. Uh, uh, religion and, and psychology here. So, that, that's, that, that's this. Then, uh, then, uh, there are uh, goddesses of uh, female sexuality coming to uh, make that uh, wedding fruitful. They are called kosharat uh, and or, or kotarat. Difficult to that th there is a specific uh, sign for that. It is something sound between t and sh, mm. uh, and uh, they are almost like divine midwives, uh -huh. and. Uh, that the whole text is closing with a hymn to these divine midwives. After that, uh, the text is over. And uh, I will now I can read from that last 10 lines yeah. on the tablet. Uh, I will sing of the goddesses, the kosharoth, skillful ones. That's the translation. Daughters of Elil, the bright ones. Look, in my mouth is their number. On my lips is their enumeration. Trousseau and dowry, flame of love and womb opener, first cry, 
and perpetual fruitful, and finally, benefactress, the youngest of Kosharot. So they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven goddesses of female sexuality, Mm -hmm. you know, or fruitfulness. And it it starts with preparing for the wedding and the dowry and then uh, flame of love (laughs) and then womb opener during probably partuation. Yeah. Uh, then first cry. Uh, yeah. I, I'm translating here yeah. those uh, the, those names. You know, yeah. they might be viewed as names also. And then perpetual f- fruitfulness, uh, mm. and and finally benefactress or the blessing. You know, mm. and so uh, uh, that those are the, the, those are goddesses uh, of 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 family life, you know, Uh, and interestingly here we again have uh, some uh, contact point with the Hebrew Bible. Because uh, if you remember in uh, at the beginning of uh, the book of Exodus, uh, you have those uh, two midwives who are instructed to kill the boys by Pharaoh. And yeah. who don't follow that command and allow uh, Hebrew women to have uh, children. And uh, Shifra and Pua are their names in Hebrew Bible. But it can be also translated. And Shifra would be something like fecundity. Uh, which means uh, like fertility bringing, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, and pua will be can be uh, translated as groans of parturition, mm. uh, like labor groans or something yeah. like that. So. You know, they, they have yeah. very specific names. They are not identical with those uh, kosharot right. I, I mentioned, right. you know, right. uh, from, from Ugarit, but they are very, very similar. And here you have almost like those uh, goddesses attending <laughs> yeah. to, to, to birth. Yeah. And uh, of course they could not. If, if you look at their names, you know that they are not going to listen to Pharaoh because in, encoded in their names is actually their, uh, their purpose, co- or purpose, their calling. Yeah, calling. Yeah. Their calling, their purpose, their... Uh, duty, the duty. Du- 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 <laughs> their existence. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you, you, fecundity cannot simply go and kill, yeah. you know, and groans of uh, labor yeah. is not there to, 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 to extinguish life. Right. Uh, and in, in, they, they are goddesses of, uh, uh, of, uh, uh, goddesses of life, yeah. you know, uh, an equivalent to Moire, 
in in classical mythology you, you know those uh destiny goddesses uh mm-hmm. present at the birth that that can be like a classical equivalent here or yeah. uh so that 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 is this uh fragmentary highly fragmentary text uh but there is enough even within those fragments to to really uh, uh rejoice in in the richness and recognize how how deeply it influenced uh our own tradition yes uh and 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 is linked with our own tradition uh and i'm not claiming that exodus is as old as these texts say you know or something like that you know that my uh take on that is that it is much 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 younger yeah yeah but uh still you know there are certain things simply by 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 us being in human beings and and uh you know why not to see uh a nurse who is taking care of future mother or during uh during the labor as a goddess uh, attending to to the next life right right, right. Uh, so uh it's 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 more poetical that way yeah. to to see it and and i think that uh so many fundamentalists or i would say almost like taking a religion literally and fundamentalistically uh are are depriving the poetry of all of that uh and, and and the richness of it uh, to all of us. Yes. Uh, it's it, it's it's more an art. It's more an poetry. It's more an muses, almost, uh, mm. which are inspiring uh, our inner souls. Rather than saying, "Oh, this is goddess, and this is not goddess, and yeah. this is uh, that way, and it functions exactly that way," it is more like uh, rhyming and assonances, and or palettes of colors or fragrances, kind of yeah. chiming in and mixing and supporting one another, and. Uh, through through that, I, I I would like to see it and present that, and and in that way, it can have a very long tale. Yes. This uh, these stories and and going through uh, going through the Hebrew Bible and uh, the, yes, you know fairy tales. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the way to to us and. Yeah. Uh, um, like you always said, it's, there's something about reaching back to these stories and what these people were responding to in these ancient stories that we can still respond to now. It's like a way to connect mm-hmm. with those ancestors in that way. And and for me, I've been brought up when, within a rather traditional Christian setting probably more evangelical even the name of the church was evangelical but through the theological education and recognition of these uh, cognates for instance it, it got broadened 
and and I realized that there are no sharp borders, sharp edges. Mm. It flows from one to another, yeah. and uh, through that I became more tolerant. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, towards diversity mm-hmm. and, That's important. and uh, yes, an appreciation of 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 religion and psychology working together and uh, giving us a deeper sense of meaning and purpose. And you know that is what this. Uh, interesting uh i don't know it's not him it's not myth because it's a combination of ritual mm-hmm. and and we will come more uh, towards that with other texts from ugarit which some of them are clearly myths but you have a very interesting uh text where you have a mixture of ritual and myth mm-hmm or even prescription for ritual and myth. Uh, They were not dividing these forms that clearly like Mm -hmm. we might these days. Mm. You know, for us it is a liturgy or ritual and this is a myth. And no, they are permeating. And in that respect, it is again an illuminating thing for our understanding of the Hebrew Bible. Because, you know, five books of Moses are a combination of laws, stories, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and rituals, prescriptions, uh, and myths, I would uh, claim. You know, or legends, at least. And... uh, in, in that respect, we see that uh, that is not unusual. It's actually quite common. Mm-hmm. And here we have uh, precedent for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. So Thank you for bringing this. Yeah, yeah. And we can do more sometime soon again. It's always fun to dip into the city of Ugarit. Yeah. Thank you. Until next time.